Hey everyone, this is Jacob. Welcome back to another episode of the Freshly Squeezed Podcast. Today is part two with Vincent Charlo, and we are finishing up our conversation, which we started last week. We will be discussing topics such as the value of listening to other people's perspective, as well as learning how to live in the tension of being a human in a broken world, but serving a God whose goodness is perfect. Brooks and I had such a blast talking with Vincent, and we hope you guys enjoy it as well. I've been guilty of what you're talking about of like vulnerable enough. (laughs) Like, um, and I need more people to call me out, but like, even whenever I was talking on the phone with you a few days ago, Vincent, I was like, yeah, I was in the hospital. I have a blood clot in my brain, but you know, um, God is good. Um, and, uh, I'm having a good, I'm having a better week. I'm blessed. I think I had a, I I think I freaked out for you. I think I was like, Brooks, (laughs) (laughs) First off, we're not going to just pass over that like he didn't just say that. Yeah. You said that like you got <laughs> You said that you got a, like you got a soda from the gas station. <laughs> like yeah, I just went out, got a blood clot in my brain, came back home. <laughs> had a cherry coke, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're not just going to pass over like that like you didn't say that just now. Yeah. I mean, but even with me like I feel like I'm uh, vulnerable enough to say, hey, guys, it's okay to struggle, and that's what we're talking about, but let's not Mm -hmm. pay too much attention to what I'm going through, you know? And, like, I've had to let myself be cared for by others. Like, I, being in ministry, I've I've so been on the side of, like, sending the text, like, visiting the people, like, praying over the Mm -hmm. people like organizing the prayer for the people and then um, being on the end of like, I, I've been home recovering, but most of my time has been spent like getting texts from people and talking to people on the phone and like catching people up on how I'm doing and, and getting prayed for mm-hmm. and, and getting cared for. And it's been so hard to be cared mm-hmm. for, you know, it's been so hard to receive and, um, but you know, that's what God's, um, teaching me right now. Um, teaching. I can relate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm having to relearn a lot right now. Anyway, let's, uh, let's talk less about me. Um, no, I, I think <laughs> I, I actually think that's good to dive into Brooks. I'm very similar. Mm-hmm. I feel very uncomfortable with being tended to, mm-hmm. to being cared for, to being given gifts. I don't know what about it makes it uncomfortable. I'm sure if I thought about it for a couple hours and then stopped to play video games and came back to the thought, I'd probably get some <laughs> progress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's also something that makes me feel comfortable. Um, but also, I, th- I think there's a form of pride that comes from it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I literally think of Jesus letting his feet be washed, you know? Mm. Um, uh, I think of him serving people but hmm. also imagine how annoying the disciples were man yo can i get you some fish yo you need some bread yo we can get you some sandals yo can we 
Jesus literally went. It makes me really respected why he went off by himself so much. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Probably code switch to future English. Like, bruh. <laughs> future English. <laughs> these dudes need these dudes need to chill. I, they are annoying. <laughs> I wonder how much of that time spent in isolation was praying or and how much of it was just like venting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. Just being by himself, like this is good and all, but bro, Peter, come on. Lord, please help me with Peter. <laughs> I, like, I can't even fart without them thinking it's a parable. <laughs> I just need a break. They're too deep. It's not that deep. Lord, interpret that for me. <laughs> and there is a time, I think there's really, there really is a time to, to express the blessings of God. Mm-hmm. Like there's, it's not like that. There's not a time for that. Um, but I think we're, we're expressing the opposite of, I think so many people think that's the most important thing and we can't express the uh, the actual feelings that we're feeling, um, mm-hmm. that fake. <laughs> uh, try, trying to express only what we think people need to hear and that's like, everything's good, everything's fine um, and we can't be honest with ourselves. But I do think there is a time to express blessing and honestly i think that's where the holy spirit comes in mm-hmm. because some people need to hear the real raw feeling that you're going through and then you can hear somebody or know know that somebody is completely negative like just thinking of one and one example of like someone who's completely always negative always seeing the horrible and things and then they might need to hear um that god like you don't have to always express the negative like you are blessed. I mean, and and whether we express it or not, like we are blessed. Even going through horrible stuff, we're blessed. But it's in the veil that we put over our eyes and and pretending that we're um, that everything is okay and being fake to ourselves and to other people. That's where it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Does it mean we're not blessed? No. Like we are. We're incredibly yeah. blessed. Even through struggle, even through pain, we're blessed. God is so good to us. Everything he has for us is good. But again, I think it's like we take that and we say, nope, none of the struggle that I'm going through is is hard. Nope, mm-hmm. that's not what God has for me. And we just put we put this, these blinders on. And I think that's when it gets dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think if we try to stop making the Bible a magic book, um, we can see the beauty of the struggle of God and man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the biggest, that's the biggest thread throughout the whole Bible. Uh, you have, you have man constantly understanding how much bigger God is than they first thought God was. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then learning that, like even towards the end, it's still a big mystery. Like, <laughs> A couple examples, like think about how the progression of the church was. So at first, like they're like, all right, we're the new Jews. We're going to go to the temple. We're going to keep all the feasts. We're going to do all the Sabbaths. We're here to show how Jesus was the Messiah. And we're going to save our our heritage, save our people. And then all of a sudden, the Gentiles get the Holy Spirit. They're like, ah, (laughs) if the early church was very racist against Gentiles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it literally took a council of all the apostles 
who'd been traveling the world, by the way, <laughs> to come together and like, yo, I think this is what happened. But I don't like them. I can't tell you what God is like. This is what God is doing. So then they go from the saviors of the Jews to like, all right, guys, we've got new people in here. We're still going to keep the feast. We're going to still stay away from food offered to idols. We're going to stay away from sexual immorality. Let's do this community thing. A couple chapters later. All right, guys, it's kind of difficult to determine which food has been offered to idols. And the feast thing, maybe we don't need to be as stringent as that. Let's, you know, kind of hold back. A little later on, guys, stay away from sexual morality. It's all we got right now. <laughs> all we got left. And then, like, the last of the disciples left, seeing all his friends go missing or killed, John, the revelator, who's like, guys, just love each other. Um, I've seen all my friends die. I don't know where some are. And I was just a few seconds away from being a chicken nugget, being thrown into a big <laughs> vat of hot oil, which God miraculously saved me from. After all that, here's my wisdom to you. Love one another. Mm-hmm. Or even consider the humanity of almost every character that we see. Uh, we have we have Abraham constantly having to save his screw-up uh, family, Lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have you have Samson, whose biggest fault is that he's a Mac. Like <laughs> he can't, he's so egotistical, mm-hmm. so full of himself that it's its ultimate <laughs> downfall. Yeah, and it's only in his final moments of surrender where he like fulfills God's calling on his life. Think about mm-hmm. Elisha and Jezebel. He literally ran into the wilderness and was suicidal. Mm-hmm. Because he was afraid of what Jezebel would do to him. Noah, who was not Noah, um, not Noah, the other guy. Oh gosh, J J J J J J J. Yeah, Jonah. Jonah, thank you. Jonah, who yeah. was such a racist, he literally <laughs> tried to escape God on a boat, and even. <laughs> Here's how racist Jonah was. Even after he went and did what God told him to do, and the people came to Christ, he was still like, I don't like this. <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, I still don't like this. I still don't like these people. That's so funny. It's like your dad telling your, your, uh, you to apologize to your brother. You're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then just yeah. going over the corner and sulking to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's, I guess you're here now, God. I still don't like these people. I'm still right. a bigoted racist. Solomon, who became so depressed with the fullness of life that he had, wrote a whole book about how life is almost nothing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. David, who literally killed a man's wife so he could get one night with her. Like, Peter, who cut off a man's ear when he thought Jesus was under attack. Um, even as we as we dive into like the epistles, Paul is like, "Yo, why are some of you guys preventing people from getting um, sharing in the in communion or sharing in the meal of Christ? Like you're getting drunk and eating all the food before other people get there. You're literally like." giving privilege to the rich and ignoring the poor or why are you like what you have throughout all of our scripture 
is the story of faulty humans. Uh, and I, I'll, I'll step back on that. You have humans trying to understand how to do life with the knowledge of this God who not only cares, uh, but wants to be intimately involved in the life of his people. Mm-hmm. And us constantly uh, stumbling over just the vastness of how good God is in the yeah. midst of experiencing all of the highs and lows of life. Mm-hmm. Even Paul, man, we can talk about Paul for a while too. How, how he was so zealous that he probably did say a couple things out of pocket. Like it's better to, mar- it's better to marry than to burn. That's not an advice you give a millennial. <laughs> That's not, you just, people use that today all the people time. People still use that today. So Paul was telling people to just get married because he thought Jesus was coming back in his own lifetime. I bet if Paul could like have written some more commentaries like, yo, that was terrible advice. Don't do this. Right. Or even when he says, he's like, why can't I have a wife like the other apostles? Like he says that. <laughs> like, Earlier, he's These saying, are very I'm better than you because people. I don't struggle with trying to get married all the time. And then he's <laughs> like, like, women aren't my struggle, side eye. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not trying to brag or anything. But, but I am so celibate. That's how I'm <laughs> so celibate. Unlike the other apostles, I think that's also like something we've and it's 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 been like centuries of work to this point um but we've put expectations on ourselves that i honestly don't believe god put in there to to be perfect to live life by the letter like cold um without without truly seeking a life that is abundant or diving into the pain and hardships of community like Mm -hmm. jesus had the hardest words challenge you challenge you to look at the gospel from this perspective jesus jesus's hardest words were for the cold and religious who leveraged their power and the rules that they created around the faith to keep people oppressed to keep people disenfranchised devalue those Jesus gave value to. Hmm. Like even consider the people that Jesus chose as his disciples, like fishermen, former assassins, tax collectors. Hmm. Um, These are people for the most part who weren't as privileged as the religious elite. But these are people who were told what their place in life is supposed to be. Right. Hmm. This is who you are. You're a fisherman. You're under my foot. You provide these goods. This is what your life is going to be. You're a stonemason. This is what your life is supposed to be. You stay where you are. Don't ask questions and just follow what we tell you to do. These people who would have been considered simple, disenfranchised, less than, these are the people that the God of the universe chooses to usher in a new reality of understanding who God is. Mm. Those who were never supposed to have a place of authority ever, them or the generations after them, people who were supposed to be locked down and told what to do. Mm -hmm. 
These are the people chosen to overthrow the old guard. But we're talking, I'm, I'm saying a lot of stuff. You hear me say that a lot when I talk. So, um, but that that's why I, more than ever in my life, I value listening to others, mm-hmm. value getting perspective, value mm-hmm. being challenged on my own beliefs, mm-hmm. uh, and also value being told where I have overstepped or where I may have not valued um, someone else in the right way. Mm. Yeah. Jesus did all of these things. Yeah. I mean, it's all in the context. It's just, again, if we stop making the Bible a magic book with magic spells to make us magically happy, um, then I think we get a, a very broad scope of just how much God loves us. And how committed God is to to the relationship we have with yeah. Him. Um, yeah. Before yeah, so comes, all I have to say about that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> to kind of sum up some stuff, uh, we we named a lot of the tension um, of what it looks like to not be real and not be honest with yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But what what is it that uh, what is it that we should be doing? Or uh, I don't know what kind of mental blocks do we need to get over in order to surrender that part of us that wants to display only <laughs> good things? Or um, and a lot of I don't think people a lot of people don't even really realize they're doing it. Um, yeah, but. Yeah, what what is like the, the application? How do we start getting out of that mindset? Yeah. Get to know people who are different than you, who don't believe in the same way you do, that don't express themselves in the same way you do, and shut up and listen. Like <laughs> don't don't be so quick to offer your commentary. Um, learn that people are different. And I'm not even talking about just worldwide, even within the paradigm of your faith. Um, mm-hmm. Christianity, the, this Abrahamic faith as a whole, is ancient, rich, and deeply complex. People have disagreed on finer points of the faith literally for thousands of years. Um, and here we are, still experiencing God, looking to um, to see more of God and mm-hmm. to be learn what it means to be the church. After mm-hmm. 2,000 years, we still don't really know. <laughs> yeah, we're still <laughs> trying. So mm-hmm. start listening to people who don't believe the way you do, don't express themselves the way you do. Go to places that you haven't been before. Um, Get out of the mindset of save. No, let me say, let me step back. I want to say I want to I want to say something too out of pocket. Um, <laughs> I'll say it this way: Every new person that you meet is not an agenda. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah. growing up in in evangelical circles and churches that are Protestant as a whole, we get this idea that we need to be saving everybody. Okay, that every new person we meet, um, we invite them to a Bible study. We the main goal is to get them saved and in the kingdom. 
first off, it's not you that saves anybody. It's literally Christ that saves everybody and the Holy Spirit working within them. And it's their job to listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Your job is to be present, to love well, and, and to be, be God's hands and feet. Just think about Jesus, mm-hmm. okay? Eating with people, spending time with those outcasts by society, acknowledging their needs in the moment, and never really asking for anything in return. And when he did, it was just like, follow me. And he could say that because he's literally Jesus. Okay? <laughs> no one needs to be following you. <laughs> he's following Jesus. Um, so um, I think that's a good start. Also, therapy. If you have experienced significant trauma in your life, or if you're struggling um, in this new reality that we live in with COVID-19 and quarantines and face masks and literally not leaving the country if you don't own a private jet, aka the majority of us, um, seek out some outlets to talk with a trained professional. Um, And if you have Mm -hmm. people that you know that love you dearly and will stop and listen to you without offering their spiritual advice or without immediately bringing out the olive oil from the kitchen and throwing (laughs) it on you like a pre-fried piece of chicken, that just... Find people that can help you process the things that you have experienced or aren't experiencing now. If you don't like reading, podcasts. Um, listen Come to on. people with different perspectives. Don't just keep going to the Bethel podcast, the Hillsong podcast. Right. So um, some podcasts that will give you perspective that I think are good. Um, you have Another Name for Everything with Richard Rohr, Ask Science Mike, The Bible for Normal People. Um, which is a good podcast. Uh, you have Nomad Podcast, uh, which is from our British family in Christ. Um, and Jesus and Jalof is a great one that gives you pr- perspective from two amazing African women, uh, Lavi Ajayi and Yvonne Orji, an actor and motivational speaker. Um, yeah. Oh, the Red Couch Podcast. A lot of people may be familiar with Propaganda. Mm-hmm. He's a spoken mm-hmm. word artist. He and his wife um, do a podcast, which is amazing. And I mean, just as a starter, I think I'll leave it at those. There's a couple that I listen to, but some of them are way out there and I wouldn't want to throw people <laughs> off the deep end. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll start. Those are some really good ones. And the Sojourn podcast. Yes. Don't miss that. When the album drops, um, if people like the podcast enough, I probably will continue it as a bi-weekly thing. Cause awesome. I don't know if what what life will look like after the album releases. Hopefully better. Thank you all so much for having me. Um, this is a lot of really good discussion. discussion. Um, I know I say a lot sometimes, uh, but it's all because we're dealing, we're dealing with eternity here. Mm-hmm. And there's a line on the record that, um, that like between black and white, there's a cosmos of gray. And the cost of exploring eternity's change. Um, hmm. On when we talk about matters of the Lord, matters of God, just realize that in our in our blink of an eye, um, we only get to see certain aspects uh, of who God is, and we work towards understanding the fullness. Uh, 
I think it says, uh, I just pray, I'll end with like Paul's benediction. In Ephesians 3, it starts at around verse 14. It said, when I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, that he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. And Christ will make his home in your hearts and you trust in him. And as you trust in him, your hearts will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Hmm. So it sounds beautiful and lovely, uh, but in this journey of faith, there's, you're going to come to many places in your life where you just can't understand. No matter how much you pray, no matter how much you read, no matter how much you fast, you may get some perspective. Um, but a part of embracing this journey with Christ is a surrender to the mystery of it all. Um, so don't be afraid of things don't make sense. Or if you're confused, uh, part of a longing for the promised land is the possibility of not seeing it in this lifetime. Yeah. Uh, but we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, some with us, some not with us anymore. Let us hold fast to the testimony of the love of God and the power that it has um, not only to change us, but to change the world. Uh, so let us be kind, let us do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly. Uh, and also follow me on Instagram, at Jehovah's Thickness, um, if you want updates on the album. Um, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually Vincent Charlo. Um, follow me on Instagram, um, that's the best way to get up-to-date news. I'm on Facebook as well, but most of what you see on Facebook is via Instagram, if you have it. Um, and follow me on Spotify, uh, where I have some amazing playlists that I put out. Cool. So that, that's all I really have to say. Um, thank you guys again for having me. And hopefully we get to do this again one day. Yeah, I hope so too, dude. Vincent, we can't thank you enough for talking with us. We had a lot of laughs and you led us through some really deep and rich conversation. And thanks to our listeners for letting us share these conversations with you. Next week, we'll be piggybacking off the topic of honesty and steering the conversation towards the topic of joy. Our guest next week is none other than Corey Truby. If you know Corey, you'll know why we considered him to talk with us about joy. As always, we're on Instagram and Facebook, and recently we've been thinking of more and more ways to connect with our listeners through asking questions and sparking conversation. Thanks again for listening. I hope you have a good week and stay fresh.